Constable, I hear a cat over there. Do you have one for sale? No, he's not for sale. What do you say by this? I'll get a cat. If I want a cat, I'll give you a shilling. I, he's worthless. He's right, he is worthless. So he should just give him to me for free. No, he is of no worth. Oh, he's beyond worth. That makes him more desirable. Get out of here, sir. Bye bye. No constables allowed in my <laughs> shop. How about me? I'm just a little rash putting on the London accent. Did you come here for this dog? Yeah. You can have her. She loves sweet potatoes. Oh, that's good. I'm your eater. Okay. Oh, I don't have any food back home for me, mum. Meep, meep, meep. Well, she's run out of food, so I had to give her a sweet potato and green beans for dinner. She's happy about it. Look at her. She wants more. She's giving you that, hey, you got another sweet potato in your pocket? Look. Nobody's got sweet potatoes in their pocket, Clarence. Come on. That would be a thing, though. Potato it, it pocket? It could be a thing. Sweet potato pocket? Sweet potato pocket. And there's sweet potato pocket. <laughs> you make a little plastic dome that's a potato shape. You cook the potato, and then you put it in the the case and shove it in your pocket. Sweet potato pocket. Sweet potato pocket. I got the sweet potato pocket. I got the I got the sweet potato pocket right here for you, my love. Got the sweet potato pocket. I got the sweet potato pocket. I got the sweet potato pocket. Sweet potato pocket in my pocket for you, my love. Love it. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Welcome to Couple. Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sweet Potato Pocket Sam. <laughs> nice to meet you. And we are here as a couple of critics. We are two assholes who know nothing about anything, which I do want to interrupt myself real quick and say it's funny that someone recently commented on our Soundgarden post on Facebook. Please and tell me. called us out for, because I was just looking at Google and Google told me that uh, Bad Motor Finger was, you know, a popular album for them that said something about it being like their highest charting or highest selling or something i said something wrong (laughs) and we have been put in our place (laughs) we always say things that are wrong that's why i'm saying this i'm prefacing it from the beginning we we are we are not learned scholars no we are do no research we're just a married couple who want people to like us (laughs) so we talk about things that we like and we hope that it brings some people in we understand if it pushes some of you away. Yes. But uh, we're mostly just here for our friends. So, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, I think it also is fun just for us. We get to have a conversation like that you don't normally have as a married couple, I think. Well, what's interesting is that if anyone who's been here knows that when you're put on the spot, it's not as easy. Oh, no. Your brain just goes blank. Things that you would yeah. normally have the information j- just naturally available to you. All of the time. Or just things after that come doing out of- this podcast, I'm just like, God damn it, I said that wrong. Fuck it. It's a natural <sighs> conversation. We're not editing things. We're not scripted. We yeah. We're just a bunch of dum dums and what we like to do typically is share media with each other and we review it. We talk about it. We uh, sometimes have disagreements. Sometimes we really get along and agree on a lot of things. Sometimes Sometimes over the rainbow, sweet potato pocket. (laughs) 
That's awesome. We both went to the same thing. I, I it was the rhythm. Did it we was really there. go into the same thing, or did you just kind of I follow? Felt I felt it coming. I'm pretty sure you just followed. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on, my dear. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, I just introduced us. I said what well, we did. Well, we introduced ourselves. You are guzzling Dr. Pepper like it's your life source right now, because Sam's not feeling very well. No, today it feels like my life source. Well, for the last two days, you haven't quite felt yourself. All week I felt it coming. It was in the nose. And then for some reason my body's like, hey, you should not feel like complete shit for work. You should feel like complete shit on the weekends, which I would prefer it the other way. What if you technically have the Rona right now since some people just get it in the form of sinus-based things? Maybe I got the Rones. Should I get tested? Is that the responsible thing to do or do I just go about my life as I usually do? I mean, I think we're all going to get the Rones at some point. It's similar to the runs. And I feel like I would rather have the runs... Than have the Ronas. Does the Ronas give you the runs? Not from what I've heard, but a lot of people thought that last year when they hoarded toilet paper. Gotta hoard that toilet paper. You gotta get it. You gotta, you gotta use paper to wipe your ass. I understand I that you don't want to run out. You do want a bidet. Don't, don't you? I don't want a bidet in that bathroom. I mean, in life. In your, when you imagine sure. your, the home you live in for the rest of your mm. life. Is there a bidet? Yeah. I, on I mean, the side. Uh, I, th- I think about it, but it also kind of weirds me out. All right. What well, just about a garden and hose? I think the main thing that weirds me out as a woman is that it's air, sh- air. It's water shooting from behind. So is it going to hit my brown eye first and then hit other places? Is it just going to move brown water well, okay. all over me? And, uh, uh, the types of bidets that you can buy for your toilet seat now, it is like a, I think it is like a jet stream that could potentially give you poo water in your vag vag. Is what you're saying here, right? Don't ever call it a vag vag. It is clear that you are a child and not a man because a man would not call a vagina a vag vag. All right. Please continue. But you're talking about poo water getting in the puss puss. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I don't want shit water in my cunt. Regular bidets, like classical, you know, it's its own thing. It's not just an attachment on your toilet. Those are like, imagine a water fountain, you know, it just came out in that little stream, but it comes straight up. So it's not like... So you shit on it? No, you poop and then you go over to the bidet and you use the water gently to clean your butt. Oh, you're talking about like a separate toilet. Yeah, a real bidet, a separate real bidet is just like a little water fountain kind of thing, but it shoots straight up instead of... I don't know how I feel about that because if I felt like I needed to use a bidet, it's something I might not want to hover shit across the floor to another receptacle. I, I understand that. I understand that. Uh, maybe there's a one wipe rule. Maybe we save just, on toilet paper and not completely get rid of it. Maybe we just put a garden hose that's through what, the window. That's what I said earlier. <laughs> you missed that. I didn't say through the window. I said or a garden hose. Oh, I did miss that. But yeah, I think it needs to be coming from outside. It needs to be cold water. God. It needs to be unregulated. It needs to give you a little, uh, you know, bump in your stump. You remember when we, I can't, or you or I, I can't remember, came home and the neighbor was stealing our fucking water from the our garden hose and running it into their window? <laughs> that showed up in my memories on Facebook. <laughs> Within the last six months. I don't know how many years ago it was. <laughs> many. It feels like at least eight. It's been a while. But yeah, I remember that I would, it'd be in the morning <laughs> and I'd, I'd look out and there would just be water all over outside where the hose was. And it's like, I haven't used this in days. 
I remember when I walked over there and knocked on the door to confront them, and she wouldn't even come to the door. She just had her kids answer. Wow. And then later sent her kid over to apologize for her mom. Jesus Christ. My mommy said she's sorry. Well, they told us that the water main was broken, and then I talked to their landlord, and he was just like, no, they just haven't paid their water bill. They just shut the water off. Uh-huh. So we did it. We were originally like, yeah, you can use it once or twice, you know, because we felt bad, and we're trying to be She good told me people. she just wanted to fill, like, a tub up. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then it turned into us coming home, and our hose has been used while we were gone, or even while we were sleeping in the morning, and... Then eventually I had to knock on her door and tell her it was theft of services. And if she does it again, I'm going to have to get the police involved. Oh, that was that bitch who asked me to give her a ride one day before I had to go to work and said that it was like just in Ohio. And it ended up being a while in Ohio. And I, I wasn't oh, able God. to take a shower before I got to work because I was so pressed on time. What the fuck? And she just kept, oh, it's just a little further. It's just a little further. Man, and it she, ended up uh, being like three hours with this woman and her kids. Oh, God. Fuck that lady. <laughs> I mean, at least we tried to be nice, good people and help people out who we thought needed it. But it's it's people like that that turn you sour to wanting to help people. It is. And I'm okay with helping people from afar. But one-on-one shit like that. It, it just makes it harder when you've been burned. You've been burned. <laughs> you got scorched. You got blisters on your body from stealing water. She really just took water from us. And there was no there was no way because we had to calculate it. And we would have to have known the calculations prior to when they took it. Oh, and know the exact calculations to be able to file any sort of a report. So it was like a, it was a losing battle. Once I said cops. It was over. That meth-infested face, <laughs> she uh, shrieked and done. never did it again. So why are we here today, Michelle? What do we do? I already said. Oh, you said that? Okay, well, it's my week. It's my week, and it's a fucking... You week. always throw it to me. Because you you're good at the introduction take thing. over. You're good at the introduction part. It's not even the introduction, baby. People I'm good like at the it. whole thing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's like when we have the group episodes. Like, if it weren't for me, the episodes would go nowhere. Because <sighs> you, you direct... Nothing. I'm busy uh, running the knobs. I got to do all the tech shit. That's what you say, but you turn no knobs. You That's get stuff true. ready at the beginning. No. When Ket goes, ah! I have to go, oh, fuck. <laughs> By the way. Uh, that was did, fun. Nobody heard that but us. <laughs> um, so people have heard the uh, the group episode by now by now they have and i hope you enjoy that western country good time western country <laughs> yeah first of all i think they call it country western they call it 90s country pop 90s country group <laughs> songs baby well it was fun and look uh look out for more group episodes anyway it was my week uh, i chose a very short album this week but uh it's something i enjoyed so i didn't feel it felt like it was fair game who it's cares about technically short? a full album it is an ep 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 this is a band called spirit caravan and uh they are doom metal legends michelle i don't know if you noticed by the tone of the musoko goddamn computer anyway did you get the doom feel you got the doom feel right a little bit yeah yeah uh, so let's just get this started because this is probably going to be a really short episode. But Sounds like you want to rush it along. I just want to get listening to some music. This is Spirit Caravan, Dream Wheel EP. This first song is called Dream Wheel. When did this come out, Sam? You know what, Michelle? This came out in 1999, which is awesome to me because 
None of this sounds like 1999. No, it sounds total 70s. I know that, like... The guy... Okay, the main guy's name is Scott Weinrich. But everyone calls him Wino. Yeah, I saw that. And, like, he just loved Black Sabbath. I guess he saw Black Sabbath back in the day. And it changed his fucking life. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Because I wasn't going to say... Because I didn't think Doom when I heard this. I thought Sabbath. Yeah, but Doom comes out of Sabbath, too. That's why I can always make that leap. Pentagram, too. That's what it sounds like. Get a little bit of that, yeah. but I feel like I... I Not necessarily right here with like his singing style or anything, but the music is definitely Sabbath. There are a few times, granted there are five total tracks on this EP. Yeah. Uh, but there are one or two songs where I think he actually does have more of a, an Aussie style, I guess. Vocal style, huh? I've never noticed that. Yeah, but not right here, that's for sure. This is all wino. I can't even... I think vocally this sounds more 80s to me. Really? But the music sounds more 70s. Hmm. Yeah, I love it. I think I read something that he was just like, I just want to go back to the 70s. I just want to be in a band of the fucking 70s. I think he started his first band in 1976. So I've never heard of Spirit Caravan before. Did you do any uh, looking up on him? Very briefly. It's just, it's just all built out of wino. Wino is like an two other very important bands, The Obsessed, which are like doom metal forefathers, and then, uh, what the fuck was it? St. Vitus, which a Black Sabbath song, is. there's a song called St. Vitus Dance, so they're literally, for a band title, they're just taking a fucking Black Sabbath song are they and using it. Are they still a band? St. Vitus? A uh, Spirit Caravan. Uh, Spirit Caravan broke up in like 2006 or one or something like that. I don't know. I'm probably wrong on that. But then they got back together for a couple years, and I think they're currently split up again. I don't know if that wino dude's hard to work with, or he just gets uninterested in things and just wants to change up you know, his, his musical style, although it all seems kind of similar. I love these fucking riffs. You know, I'm all in on like Sabbath riffs. I'm all in on pentagram riffs. Doom metal stoner rock is Fuck yeah, how it's man. classified on Wikipedia. It just doesn't have the slowness of like what people think of when you say doom or stoner rock. You know, like sleep. Sleep was half the tempo of this, but it was the same writing style. Yeah, but I think the vocal style to me sounds more like friendly bar rock. Where I feel like the vocals definitely feel or sound much more like. Something happening? I think those are the new neighbors. So, yeah, something is happening. We got new neighbor alert. New neighbor alert. Nope, they're still walking. Okay, never mind. Cancel the alarm. Cancel the alarm. I still don't know who they are, so I'm going to stare them down. All right, good visual. thing for an audio podcast, alright? So, yeah, I'm trying to briefly look. It it says that as far as 2016 that oh, so The Obsessed came after this. No, The Obsessed was first. Oh, so it said that the Spirit Caravan would become the new lineup of The Obsessed? I don't know what that means then. Uh, I guess that 
Wino was just like, hey, let's not be Spirit Caravan for a while. Let's be the Obsessed. Okay, so yeah, it looks like people from the Obsessed joined. So it basically was the Obsessed, but as Spirit Caravan. I mean, it all, from what I've heard of the Obsessed, it all blends well. It all sounds like this guy, Wino. It all just sounds the same. So do you know of them from a Tony Hawk video game? No. I found out about uh, Spirit Caravan in sound school when I did that eight-week course in Chillicothe at the recording workshop. There was this kid there. It's the same dude I heard of Sleep from. And uh, he just was all into the doom metal stuff, and he loved Black Sabbath, and he just followed all these bands. I think he was the first person who showed me Pentagram, too. So this guy, this one dude has, like, all this stoner doom influence. He had this big beard, and he'd be, he was, like, from New Jersey or New York. And he'd be like, yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, what's going on, man? <laughs> In two months, he changed your trajectory. Kind of. I mean, I was already into that stuff. And he loved Pantera, and he loved, like, Superjoint Ritual and stuff like that. So we were already clicking on other things. Yeah, but you said that he introduced Pantera to you, right? Pantera? Not no. Pantera. Pentagram. Yes. Yeah, I remember, I don't know what song it is, but when he's like, uh, something about the devil around the corner or something like that. I can't remember the line. Do you think when Pantero was practicing that someone, their dad would burst in and be like, what in the Pantera nation is happening here? Yes, I do think that. Thanks. You remember that Beavis and, you probably don't, but there's a Beavis and Butthead thing watching a video. Of and he's course, like, you brought it up a hundred thousand times. Damn it, Pantera, get me a beer. <laughs> never heard it in my life. Hi, you're not a big Beavis and Butthead fan. Are you excited about the Beavis and Butthead movie? She's a huge Beavis and Butthead fan. She just gave me a look. I looked out the window. I couldn't even look at you. <laughs> I was hoping neighbors would be out there. You gonna stare them down? I mean, in the last two years, so many homes on this block and this little community neighborhood have gone up for sale. So that it's just becoming a whole new little neighborhood. It's a whole new world, Michelle. It's called evolution. I can open your eyes. Now, Witten, how long do you think Cleet has to live? Cleet will live for 12 more 12? years. He'll be bedridden for seven. <laughs> and then he'll ask his kids to pull the plug. Betty goes first, right? Oh, for sure. She has a cane. You don't live forever with a cane. <laughs> Michael Kane. <laughs> That's because he doesn't have an actual cane, Sam. How old do you think Cleet actually is? Seventy-six. He's like a sexy seventy-two. A sexy seventy-two. Yeah, I don't know how old he is compared to your mother. That would only put him two years older than your mother. And you're seventy. Act- My mom's in her seventies. Your mom just turned seventy. What? Okay, so that means Jesus Christ, Sam. <laughs> you truly know nothing and are aware of very little. <laughs> It is shameful. Somebody was asking me my email address the other day. And I was like, uh, it's convoluted. And I was trying to give them the really convoluted one. And they're like, oh, wait, don't I have something like baby broth? <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I do have that one. You, you can use that. She's like, what is that? And I was like, yeah, it's just another one. I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> I have no clue what's going on. I can set up microphones. I can edit music. I can edit videos. You can bring infestations of ants in places throughout <laughs> yeah. the house. Yeah, I'm really good at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. I'm sorry, I'm a goddamn klutz. 
A goon. You're naturally disgusting. Yes. You're filthy. Yes. And you have absolutely zero intentions of improving that. For example. I've improved. Okay, we'll see. How many days has it been since you made spaghetti? Uh, Let's talk about it. Uh, How many days is Thursday, it Thursday, I guess. Okay. What is still sitting on the counter? Uh, oh, oh, a uh, spaghetti sauce jar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I even moved it to the very end, like to the <laughs> point where it's almost going to fall off and you still haven't noticed it. I'll get that during the break. That's what I've been waiting for is the break. It's a good time to clean stuff. Clean anything. She wants to kill me, everyone. You don't clean anything. That's not true. I uh, clean what my do you, feet every once in a while. It has nothing to do with the animals in this house. And I clean you the cat in this poop. House. Not enough. God damn it. I shouldn't have brought that up. I know. I knew you were going to bring it up damn and, it. and kick yourself in the mouth. <laughs> Other than that, you bag up trash and take it to the road. Yeah. And that is it. No. You clean. Nothing. I, you don't see what I clean. I clean the space the that basement. you mess up constantly. Oh, please. Yeah. I'm this is not this does not need to turn into some ridiculous <laughs> argument where you act like you're better than you are. And I'm not gonna act like I'm better than I am because I'm trash. But I'm not the winner of the white trash trucker oh, hat. That's me. It's me, everyone. I am the champion. Don't let Kent and his fucking belt try and fool you. That belt means nothing. It's funny that he thinks anyone gives a shit about his belt but him. I think the others do give a shit. I think Jimmy wants it, and I think Zach wants it. But it's not... That's not official belt. That was not made in-house. Do you think that they would... <laughs> well, that that means that they can break it. If someone else gets it from Kent, and they're like, yeah, and they just like rip it in half because <laughs> it's a child's belt. <laughs> it's got plastic on it. They'd have to break it over their knee. <laughs> okay. Do a little snap, snap. couple steps. No Whoosh. big deal. Done. Whoosh. That fucking belt means nothing. And it says COC, which I always think of corrosion of conformity, which is a band. And I never think couple of critics really just means that Kent's the biggest cock. Oh, that was mean. Why are you talking about Kent like that? You didn't do anything. Let's uh, let's move <laughs> along, sir, to the next. Let's do it. This is called burning in, man. It's going to play any time here. There you go. Yeah, that's some killer fucking riffage. Yeah, bro. This dude tunes insanely fucking his guitar crazy low. All Doom guys do that. All stoner dudes are like, I need it as low as possible. Is it to make it sound more like a bass? Or is it just to be low and doomy? I, I think it does both. I mean, I don't know if people do it to sound like a bass. I know some guys will take uh, bass strings, like the, the higher toned bass strings, but they're still much thicker than a guitar string. Yeah. And they'll use that. For their fucking like lower strings if they're tuning down really low. So it has like a big beefy sound. But I think it's fucking crazy. That sun's blasting you in the face. <sighs> Too bad there's only one there's only one orange thing blasting me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you would vomit if I blasted a look on your face. Oh well that's not actually war oh, orange? I wanted you to squirt orange juice in my face oh. while I just shook my head back and forth. Let's do it. We'll take like a slow-mo video and we'll put like it up. Like a mermaid. Yeah. With orange juice. Let's do it. Juice me, baby. Juice me, baby. So when I gave you Spirit Caravan, you probably didn't think like death metal or anything, did you? Did you have any idea? 
No, I'd never heard of them before. Yeah, I didn't know if it conjured up any sounds at all, if it was just a complete blank slate. Just a little bit of, you know, hatred and irritation. Maybe some angst. What? Just talking shit, bitch. <laughs> you want to play games? I'm playing. I'm not playing games. You love playing. You love playing. I love playing. <laughs> I just meant the whole uh, improv, yes, and just bullshitting around, Sam. I also like playing Galaga. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what Galaga is? I, I, is it the space one? Yeah. I don't fucking know. The space one, yes. It's the <laughs> space one. <laughs> Listen to this kick drum, Michelle. It's fucking thick, bro. With two C's. Does that mean something? The two C's and thick? Oh, I thought you meant the two C's and bro. <laughs> Broccoli? No, you said bro and two C's, so I was confused. I'm talking about thick. Does that mean like carnivorous caveman? No, it means cute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's thick cute. <laughs> He's definitely got like a I'm going into this Like I don't think he can sing Never clean gonna stop me Never gonna stop <laughs> There's no Rob Zombie in there He almost did out I think he sounds like oh. this It's part Beautiful of fucking voice. rules I love the whole tone. This kick drum tone reminds me of, and I don't know if we did this down album, but I think we did. The second one. Um, what the fuck was it called? Bustle in Your Hedgerow? Doesn't sound familiar to me. It sounds only familiar as a Led Zeppelin lyric. Maybe, maybe we did Nola. There's a bust. We did. I think we did Nola. But this kick drum sound is a lot like it is on uh, Down 2. Down 2 is the one where they run it out of barn and just got a bunch of booze and weed and recorded for like a month and that would have come before this because this was 99 right this was 99 i bet down to no down to it came out later i think down Two is almost like an homage to guys like this they all wanted to sound like this but they came together with better production quality and could do stuff the way that they wanted to do it with uh distribution behind them it was like spirit caravan they're not gonna have a fucking huge distribution thing behind it they're gonna get on a record label that specializes in underground like doom music and that doesn't get to the masses for a couple of reasons one the masses don't fucking buy it and two the masses don't fucking buy it so it's not gonna be out there i don't think the masses know it exists exactly like and i don't think the masses want it most people don't want to get into droney i don't think this is quite as droney doom though this isn't no no this, this is a little more of that 80s Ric Flair. I almost wonder if you could give it to like a grumpy old Woo! Black Sabbath fan. <laughs> Thank you. Can you strut too like Ric Flair? Not like Ric Flair, but I can strut like a motherfucker. I love it. I can sissy strut like the meters. <laughs> What's the sissy strut? It's a song, baby. It's a great song. How do you sissy strut? Is it an actual dance? No, I don't know anything about a dance, but I know what a sissy strut is. Are you looking up sissy strut oh, right now? Yeah, by the meters, baby. By the meters. Oh, yeah. 
I like that you faded it out. Of course. You I gotta, gotta be just smooth about Production quality. That's your... Uh, Holding the cell phone up to a microphone. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Production quality. Sissy strut, the meters. I like the meters. You guys should check out the meters. Yeah, that was fucking jamming. If you enjoy some meters. Sounds like a video game almost. It doesn't. I just What? I've played way more video games than you. I'm telling you. Sounds like a video game. You've oh. also strutted more than I have. Every time I strut, I lose a testicle, so I try not to do it. But you've strutted so many times, so how many testicles did you start out with? Oh, no, I pick it back up. Oh. I don't, it's not gone, it just falls on the ground, it's embarrassing. It's kind of like pooping your pants. It smells bad. There are a lot of things that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which direction to go in, so I'll just let you take over, Sam. Uh, I'm going to take over. We're just going to keep moving on. This is a nine-minute song. Uh, it's a t- no, it's t- not. Yeah, it is. Or no, it's not. It's a long. It is. It's two. I was wrong. Then it's, it's like a twenty-nine minutes. seconds. But it's two songs. It was at minute nine forty-nine. Here we go. Realignment, higher power. Yeah, sure. That's what it says to me. That's not what I call it. What do you call it? I call it shining, simmering star. Simmering, shimmering. I like shining, simmering. <laughs> shining, simmering. Star. Simmer in a pot like a star, getting hot. Simmer in a skillet, like that Christian heavy metal band. Fuck yeah, that yeah. band. Skillet. That band sucks. Skillet. What's going on? Eat at the iron skillet. I'm getting in the atmosphere of the of Wino's guitar. I I'm not a huge fan of the intro with all of that like static, static. sound. Yeah, it's a little much. I, yeah, I'm not a fan. And then it's. They might do it because it's so extreme, and then they the uh, opposite completely of coming bring in. It, like, bring in the higher power. Yeah, bring in the higher power. Bring in the higher power. <laughs> it's not uh, it's Steve Winwood. Our good friend Stevie Winwood. He's not my friend. He's a backstabbing bitch. I read something that it's just like a spiritual album, and then I watched a live video of uh, these guys playing, and uh, he was just like, thank you for coming out on this journey. <laughs> so he's definitely a hippie floating. By the way, I forgot that this is just... Monstrous sounds? Yeah, and then it, it'll... <laughs> Go for a while, and then it'll want to kick into Sunstone, which is like the second to last song. So we should take a break then. But I don't know that we even need a break because this is a five-album EP. I say right. we, I say we just let's do it. Well, let's just do it. And get right. it done. I'm fine with let's that. Let's give people a uh, a smaller chunk of us this week. It's an easy day for everyone. Yeah, let's just get this done. So this is Sunstone already. I guess that was no. Much this is faster. still higher power. Okay. I think realignment is all the. Uh, like floaty stuff and then once they start kicking in that's the higher power part this is like the most thrashy part of that i can remember of the album i like this this is taking you to the devil's church baby yeah, devil's church i'm gonna let it play because we're gonna go into sunstone right now god damn it why don't you make me look like an idiot could have just chilled no. out for a second and it no. would have happened this fucking riff rules. I've already said that before, but 
this fucking riff rules. This guy's a riff monster. I'm a riff monster. I'm gonna eat your riffs. I'm telling you, you should join a death metal this band. This makes me feel vocals not at all, but this I get a real Sabbath heavy style on this. I get the vocal patterns. Like, yeah, not yeah, the, the tone, but yeah, yeah, just the vocal style. Like, uh -huh. not the tone, like I said. But. Yeah, it's. Uh, I love it when dudes are good at writing creative, interesting riffs, and it's not just like a uh, thrash salad. I do like thrash salads and riff salads and stuff, but the stuff. <laughs> you never heard that term, have you? You're like giving me this look. <laughs> riff salad. I like macaroni salad and potato Ugh, salad. Gross. And, you know, regular vegetable salad and fruit salad and tossing oh. salads. Oh, okay. There's a salad I like. Because <laughs> he like brown. Well, I don't remember what I was saying, but oh, a guy that can fucking just lay back a groove and just go, no, it's so good that we can play this for a fucking minute. Nobody will care. And then I'm going to solo over that same riff, and then we're going to do another minute of <laughs> it. So did they have many EPs, or was this... I know nothing about Spirit Caravan. I've never listened to any other Spirit Caravan besides this. I'm sure I would like it all, but... You did hear a little more, not much. Oh, yeah, because we listened... Yeah, the... <laughs> you want to tell everyone your experience listening to Spirit well, I mean, Caravan? You, you can just... So this is not actually available on YouTube, um, like the music app. This is just available as like a full EPE 19 minute video. Yes. So you're having to be very diligent in stopping it and starting it. Um, but because I was listening to it on the way back from Indianapolis yesterday, I didn't realize another album had started by them. I was like 10, 11 minutes in before I even realized that I was listening to a whole other Spirit Caravan album. So then when you said play it, because I'd never heard it, you did enjoy what little bit you heard. Not, yeah, I wasn't surprised by that. It sounded a lot like this EP, like same sound, which <laughs> speaks even more that you didn't notice. If an album changes complete sounds, I think you yeah. would have noticed. If it stays in the same range, I think you're good to go. I gotta read this. Letting everybody soak in the uh, doom as well. Chunk and pumpkin. Chunk and pumpkin. Chunk and pumpkin. One of the dumber bits I've ever done. Fucking chunk and pumpkin. Classic fucking fade out. You gotta do the fade out. You know why you do your fade out? Because it sounds better. Because you don't know how to end the song. That's, that's why you do a fade that's out. That's what I remember hearing from my. A music theory teacher in high school. He I said that was also yours. Yeah, he didn't like how people ended songs a lot. He thought they either. Uh, he 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 definitely had a problem with people ending abruptly. He wanted some sort of closure at the end of songs. So he maybe liked the fade out more, but he definitely hated the abrupt stuff. But I think he did say something about how they fade out as a joke because they don't know how to end the song. As a guy who writes songs, sometimes you want the abrupt stop. Sometimes that's what the song called for, and that's how you just want it to cliff dive you all of a sudden. He's an old man. Yeah, he was, but he liked good movies like Evil Dead too. so 
He liked some good stuff. Yeah, because he's old and he likes old stuff. Pretty sure he smoked pot when he was in college. I think so too. They had to know I was smoking, getting high when I went to band camp and like helped out. Of course, kids. that smells. That smell is undeniable. Yeah, and it's potent. And it was before carts, way before carts. Imagine having a cartridge when I was in school or going on these school trips. Yeah, kids would Ooh. be so dumb. Yeah, or so smart. No, you should at least let your brain mostly develop. Before you start destroying it. I agree. But I'm saying smart and being clever and sneaking things on. Well, like throwing condom wrappers on the inside of your racing game. So when you weren't home and your mom went in to clean it out, she found her her little boy wasn't a little boy anymore. Because you take care of stuff. Yeah, that's a guy not... uh, Yeah, that was dumb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and those weren't used on me. Um, <laughs> that was way before you. <laughs> you like Michael Jackson, role model, right? You want to be just like him? I want to be like him more in his later years. Because he was a fighter. <laughs> I mean, in the beginning, he was like, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But by the end, he was definitely a fighter. He had to be a fighter. Mm-hmm. That's why he's wearing those silk pajamas. You got to get ready to put the armor on fast. It helps the Jesus juice go down smoother. <laughs> Silk pajamas? Pajamas? Pajamas and Jesus juice. Jesus juice and silky pajamas. Jesus juice. How do you come up with something like that? People have been calling it Jesus juice for a while, like when they're doing the wine communion thing. They put wine into a soda can, I think. It's, it's Jesus juice. Drink it. Wine into a soda can. Have beautiful dreams, and when you wake up, your butthole might be a little bit. Oh my god! He didn't rape them in the butt, but he definitely put his mouth around their balls. (laughs) Sam, how dare you say something like that? What in the world? I'm sorry. We are a family-friendly podcast. I'm sick. I'm so sick and twisted, (laughs) edgy. That's the thing now I see online when they're like, "Ooh, you're edgy as fuck." And I totally get what they're saying. I remember uh, when I heard that used against one of your friends. <laughs> I don't know who, but that sounds funny. You don't have to tell me. Oh, okay. No, I'll guess after the podcast. I had a feeling that's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one more song, right? All right, let's do it. Let's- sure. Man, this is going to be a short cast. Yeah, you guys. I'm baking just, it up like I'm a kinda, pie for you. Kind of into it. We do two-hour episodes. We do hour episodes. We're all good to go. Yeah, hours are good digestible episodes for right. people. Last song. This is called oh, C, as in the letter C, yourself. I think it's about taking vitamin C. Orange juice, like you said earlier. See yourself. The EP has come full circle. It has. And the spirit caravan which, has driven us full circle. Which means now we have to squirt orange juice on your face. Now I have to bed in orange juice. Except <laughs> pajamas and orange juice. Silk and pajamas and orange juice. juice. You should make a hip-hop album called Silk Pajamas and Orange Juice. Silk pajamas and orange juice. And you have to rap in that fucking voice. Where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? What's this? Does this give you like more of an Aussie thing? This, this gives yeah, me like more of a metal sound I to feel me. like the last two songs, Sunstoned and See Yourself, have more of a 
for me, I I attribute it in my brain. I find similarities with, I should say, the Sabbath that is black. This is a song that makes me feel like motorcycles and like dirty bars. Dirty bars on dirty windows. It's like it's like it's a biker guy who wanted to be Black Sabbath. To me, like he's just still into that bar sound, but he like the notes he chooses are like evil sounding sometimes. To me, it sounds like a guy who is a stuntman who drives around in a car and likes to kill people with a car. When he's at the bar, he drinks virgin pina coladas and eats loaded nachos because I recently rewatched Death Proof. So that's what I'm talking about. Did we talk about Kurt Russell on a previous podcast recently? Maybe that was outside conversation. It's all blending into one. Hey, do a Burgess Meredith impression, by the way. I'm Burgess Meredith. I am a lamb. I liked it. Say, go get him, Rocky. Go get him, Rocky. I like it. Now say, uh, quack, quack, quack. Quack, 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 quack. (laughs) Where are my glasses? Well, I'm Burgess Meredith. Where are my glasses? <laughs> just make a, is this a Twilight reference? Twilight well, Zone reference? It sure is. Guys, <laughs> I'm a fan. You're the only reason why I've seen that episode. It's a good episode. The Twilight Zone had many, many good episodes. That sucks because, like, back in the, I don't remember what day it was, but they would do an like, all-day Twilight Zone marathon on one of those holidays, like New Year's Eve or something like that. That's all that would be on the TV all day. And my mom would be watching it and I would be watching it. And then we'd like know when certain episodes were coming on that we already love. Like Eye of the Beholder and uh, is that why you're Monsters such a ch- on 30, well, what is it, 34th Street? Something like that. Is that why you're such a child now? Because you were an old man when you were a kid? I guess. <laughs> I did watch things like Dobie Gillis, I Love Lucy, Bewitched, I Dream of Jeannie. You listened to Mojo with your mom, and yeah. you went to Mojo concerts. You and your yeah. mom saw Little Richard. Fuck yeah, we did. He was very shiny. My mom saw me. Saw me? She took me to see Leanne Rhymes. So let's just say in at least this way, your mom's cooler than mine. Well, yeah, I could have told you that every fucking day. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, your mom. I don't need I'm it. I'm so sorry. It's well, not we're your done. fault. It's her fault. We're done. We did I'm it. I'm not sad. I'm mad. <laughs> Just kidding. So yeah, after that five, I can't think of the word five song EP. That's the word I was thinking of. Song. I was sure thinking is. An album was coming to mind, and that doesn't make any sense. But we. Mm-hmm, thank you thank for that you, correction. Oliver. I appreciate that. Set me straight. All right. So we are to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over a few questions. I'm a question man, and I want to buy you some shoes. Questions. I'm a size nine and a half. All right, so Sam, why did you choose this? Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I was trying to come up with something that wasn't 
so like uh, metally, but still like I, that's all I've got. Metally, shit that has guitars that have distortion on it. And then I was just like, oh fuck, Spirit Caravan. I forgot about that band completely. And then I got really excited because uh, I love I like this album a lot. And it has memories. I remember driving back and forth from uh, recording workshop thing as well. Did you ever like share this with any of your friends? I might have told them about it, but no, I'm the only guy listening to Spirit okay. Caravan. Wasn't sure. Um, what do you think? You what do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Even though we've already been through this. Ah, uh, like I said earlier, I thought you were just gonna be like, I have no idea. This means nothing to me. Whatever. Yeah, that was exactly my judgment. I, what, what's, what's a spirit caravan? <laughs> what's a spirit caravan? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many times did you listen to this, Sam? I listened to this about six times. Uh, it's, it's easy, though. It's only 20 fucking short. minutes. Yeah. I only did three. And then part of another album on accident. <laughs> nice, 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 <laughs> nice. Did uh, your research. Least and most favorite song. This is really... Uh, I mean, we only have five songs to choose from. Yeah. So this is rough. Do you want to guess for each other? No, not really, because it's gonna be. I barely know mine. I think that's fair. Do you know what your least favorite is, or do you want me to go first? You go first. I uh, for me, see yourself. The very see last yourself. track. I think it was a little too. Uh, like it's not bad, but I feel like it's. For me, I get strong Black Sabbath vibes, but not the strong Black Sabbath vibes that I'm necessarily a fan of as much. Yeah. Like, for me, this sounds like 80s Aussie, and yeah. So, that's my least favorite. Sam, what is your least favorite song off of Dreamwheel by Spirit Caravan? My least favorite song off of Dreamwheel is a little song called See Yourself. I just, for me, it's, I said it while I was talking about it, it's got that bar feel, and that's not why I like Spirit Caravan. I like Spirit Caravan for that doom, not slow feel, but atmospheric feel. This feels cheaper. I still like it, but it just feels not as good. It's not what I like about Spirit Caravan the most. Yeah. There we go. All right. Most favorite song. Now, this is obviously pretty difficult for me, um, to be honest. Because uh, a lot of the s- songs sound similar, because um, you don't have a whole lot to choose from. Um, but I think, I think I'm think i going to go with Sunstoned. I mean, I think Dream Will might be a close second, because it really gets you into the album. But uh, Sunstoned, it has a good... More of like a mellow vibe, but it's not too mellow. I like this song because it's got this killer ride cymbal stuff going in, but it's not now. I think it has a nice groove, and it almost feels, especially like around this part, I almost get little vibes of like Alice in Chains or something. Hmm. Not very much, but a little bit, and I think that's why I kind of gravitate towards it a little bit. I think in the solo sound and the tone, that's what has the Stone Temple Pilots sound. You're right. Uh, no, I said Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. Sorry, that's what I meant. It's a not very Stone different Double band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does not sound like Stone Double Pilots. No, Although, his name is Scott Weinrich, and the other one's name is Scott Wyland. Yes. Oh, my God. Ooh. Okay, uh, you want to know what it my favorite song is? It was Wino and Wilo. <gasps> wow. They often called him Wilo. I called him Scott Scott, but... Uh, <laughs> 
You want to know what my favorite song is? Not anymore. Oh, come on. You mentioned it. You said it's probably your second favorite. Dream Wheel. Dream Wheel. This is the song that, so that what I heard first, because it's the beginning of the album, and I was immediately in. Like, the kick drum tone, the guitar riff. Like I said, the whole time, it was a riff monster. This almost sounds kind of like a deep purple feel to me as yeah, well. Yeah, it does. You're right. Since we did that recently. Yeah, and I like... Just that kick drum, you can hear how thick it is. I'm not surprised that you like this. I thought you this might be your favorite. That it is. Okay, so how old were you when you first started listening to this? You would have been 18, right? No, I think I went to Sound Thing around 20. No, because we were together when I was 21. So probably 19, 18, 19. Yeah, you're right. Somewhere around there. I can't remember exactly. And, I mean, you did kind of just give it away a little bit, but how did you originally feel about it when you heard it? Uh, loved it. I was hooked immediately. It, I was already into Black Sabbath, and uh, it just had that... I was craving something new. I could... There was, you know, times in your life when you're just like, I need more. Mm-hmm. And when you find, like, a whole world of stuff that you didn't know fucking existed at all. Like, I had no idea there was this whole section of musicians that just worship Black Sabbath and just want to make songs that sound like them, but in their own way. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I can make this leap quite easily. Makes so, sense. And I think I was getting into Down and Down 2, and that's in that same world. Mm-hmm. And then adding Pentagram on there, and I was I was all in. All in. Well, would you recommend this today? Uh, Yes. I would, because I think this could transcend certain people more than other bands I listen to. Like, I could put this on in the van with just about anybody in the car, and I wouldn't feel like I'm making them miserable. Mm-hmm. I might be, but if I am, then... It seems less invasive. Then their threshold sure. is way too low for guitars and drums. I think so, <laughs> and I think it's an easier piece because it's an EP versus giving them a full-blown album. It's yeah. only five tracks. Yeah. So, I mean, in most cases, it's less than half of an album. Yeah, Absolutely. I like it that way. Some of my favorite things that I listen to are like two songs or three songs. I want to do this band called Watchfire, but it's literally two songs, but I love it. He likes it like that. He likes it like that. Mm, mm, mm. Dr. Pepper in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you would recommend it. I wouldn't actually listen to this again, but regarding rating it, I would give it a six because I do think it's um, it's not bad. I don't think it's just, I don't think it's like crap or anything. I like that it's shorter. Uh, It wasn't hard for me to go 10 minutes into the other album. Like I did just kind of get lost in it. Yeah. So it's not, it's not bad. It's not necessarily my thing, but. But you can handle it. Like if I put it on, if I was driving and I was like, hey, I need something to prep myself up. It wouldn't be that bad. So I'd, I'd give it a six, I think. Nice. All right. So we are now done with that little Little EP Spark Carbon. Spark Carbon. Spark Carbon. Spark Carbon. Spark Carbon. So we are going. Uh, is Zach tax- texting me again? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not getting texts from anybody. <sighs> so now he's reaching out to you because he knows that you're the decision maker when it comes to hanging out. Zach, I'm a curmudgeon. Leave me alone. <laughs> See, most people go to me because they know going to the source gets them nowhere. <laughs> but he has learned that he can apparently change your mind or something. No, you changed my mind. (laughs) All right, so we are done with that, and it is time for me to tell you what is next. 
we are going back again. We are going back in the soulful rhythm and blues world because mm. um, I recently gave you Inner Visions by Stevie Wonder, which yes. was early 70s. We're going to go back just a little bit further into I have a guess. I have a guess. the I'm 60s. Locking it in right now. And I, Do you want to guess? No. I just want to know because I... Uh. I think you have an idea, but it's not going to be who you think it is. Okay. It's not Sam Cooke. Uh, that, damn it. That's who I thought it was. I know. because <laughs> we've been talking about Sam Cooke lately. But no, we are actually going to be listening to... I have to go to the actual album. Pardon me. The Exciting Wilson Pickett by Wilson Pickett. Oh, cool. I did not see that coming at all. No, you didn't. That's why I like to change it up. I, I figured think you it's an easiest pieces, but there might be some ballad shit going on in there. We'll see what happens, Sam. All but right. yeah, Wilson Pickett. Cool. All right. So we're done. My we, God. We are finished. We didn't even make it an hour. Well, that's good. You guys are very welcome. You get just a little <laughs> bit of us this time since you recently got quite a bit of us with Serial Mom and the group episode. It's true. So uh, just take it an easiest piece this week. Yes. Eat your Jesus pieces and uh, <laughs> praise your pieces Jesus. Praise that pieces Jesus and look out for the sweet potato pocket coming your way soon. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. We love you. Follow us on down the street. Yeah, follow me. You'll see us walking around. Never. Bye. Bye. So you know we're listening to St. Vitus, his other band, as we're going out. Giving people a little taste of more wine out. St. Vitus. Thank you everyone. Bye. Bye.